1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles, Next Generation. I am Ron Kolk, your host, to get, keep it around the unknown, the unexplained, the unbelievable, the mystical, the magical, the macabre, New England's own Van Helsink. With me is not in. No, she's away. She's doing something. I think she's getting her face painted or something. Anyway, ah, uh, but we have the next best thing. We have the medium rare psychic herself Um. Leslie, mine.
2: Hello, everybody. How are you today, Ron?
1: Yeah, ducky. But more importantly, we have the head of NEGP South. We have Clay Rucker. Hello, hello. So, Clay, you miss us?
3: Oh, I, I miss you guys. Uh, I, I can't even quantify it. I really do. I, you know, I, I you know, I was talking with Jim Stoney not that long ago, and we were kind of reminiscing about some of the fun we had and, and some of the cool investigations that we went on over the years. You know, I, I do miss you guys and the camaraderie.
1: For those who don't know what we're talking about, uh, uh, Clay Rucker was the tech manager for uh, NAGP, and he recently uh, moved to someplace down south Mississippi or something like that. Some Alabama, uh, Mobile, Alabama Same thing, it's all down
2: south uh, I always pays attention to everyone's details Have you ever noticed that? <laughs>
3: uh, that's not in his vocabulary detail?
1: Yeah, well I knew it was south, so there you go uh, So it's a it's a total change, but you know the interesting thing. I, I still follow you on Facebook, of course, and I see you going on ghost tours and and meeting up with ghost groups down there, and and it's still in your blood, isn't it? Well, you
3: know it, it's interesting. Uh, It's actually much different down here. Really? Uh, Unlike you know back up in New England, where you know paranormal investigation is more accepted down here. It is not, really? um, mainly oh because God. of the heavy religious influence down here. Yeah, you heathen. So, so it is not as mainstream down here as it is up north.
1: Well, come to think of it, you're Catholic, so that's not as much mainstream down there as it is up north either.
3: <laughs> <laughs> true, true. But it's very, um, it, it's very done very on the fly down here. Really? Yeah. So you know, so you know, not- think about all the events we would do with Salem and everything like that. Down here, they don't do any of that. No way. Yeah, it's very quiet. Do
2: you find that as being an opportunity for you to step in and maybe do some of those things to make yeah. it more mainstream so, down there?
1: So, so they take them out
3: and head. Well, that's exactly what we're we're thinking to do. Yeah. Sorry go that ahead, Ron. sounds
2: like something that you would totally cut out for that you and Janet would have so much fun with
3: Oh, you know it oh, you know it and you know we're we're <clears throat> we met with uh there are a few you know guys down here, some independents uh, as well as some there's gulf uh gulf Coast paranormal and all and we' met with them, and that was the uh we went to one of their events uh just to see. How they approach things, and it was kind of weird, Ron, being on the the other side of that.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because you know, I
3: mean, usually we were always the ones talking. Yeah,
1: uh, originally, I mean, I I'm trying to remember. I, I can't even remember how we uh, you ended up with the Ghost Project, and you were, by the way, you were a very valuable addition to it as well. So I want to say that as much as we we're, we're, joke, kid.
3: This is being recorded, right? Because I want to. I really want to. I capture
1: that statement. No, I believe I pot cut out for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so we we met through Janet. Oh, that's right, Janet. Uh, I was looking for people to do to uh, do research for the uh, uh, group as far as. Uh, the academic end of it, and uh, Janet, of course, has a degree in, in uh, library science, and, and she applied and soon became in charge of that whole uh, thing, which is great, and she did a great job as well. So uh, you you what just did you just so uh, so
3: we went on we uh, you invited me to tag along with right. Janet on an investigation, oh. and I came face to first face with your high tech gear that you had, i.e., the ghetto camera. You remember yeah. that? I still have it. What do you mean And oh, I <laughs> uh, That's not shocking. <laughs> Despite my best attempts to get rid of that thing. Uh-huh. So anyway, if you recall, I said, hey, well, why don't we, why don't we do this with, uh, you know, we could get these cameras and we could set, that, set up these different things. And, and you're like, and that's when I, I was actually at the Houghton Mansion that I laid everything out. And we all kind of talked about it as a group. And it said, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes kind that's of sense.
0: Yeah,
1: I do remember. And that then, remember.
3: and then you said, "Hey, would you be willing to join us as as our tech manager?" Yeah. Usually that's and how It's all been downhill from you know?
1: Yeah, people join the group. That's <laughs> how they do it. They 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 annoy the hell out of me until finally I just gotta say, "Okay, fine, whatever." Just just. I mean, that's how Leslie became a. <laughs> that's how Leslie became a member.
2: Yeah, I just. I I find, Le- I find it
3: hard to, to believe that Leslie's annoying. Oh my god! I love Leslie.
2: Thank uh, you. Thank you very much. I yeah, need someone right. on my side, thanks.
3: Yeah, <laughs> she just Leslie was one of the best additions to our group.
1: Uh, she just kept going to um, the group, to my events and stuff, and just being there. So I got kind of used to her, I guess. I, I think. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have to say, when I did join the group, that um, the first investigation that I went on with the Ghost Project, I had to meet Clay. At a bus station in Concord, and he picked me up, and he drove me to your house. Oh, God and, bless you. I, and I never felt so welcomed and so comfortable with someone right off the bat, and that right. was the day I knew that. Oh, wait that's
1: like right. You're from off. New York. You're from New York too, so you, you were used to his driving. Then, uh, sorry. I Leslie, Netflix. isn't that when we discussed
3: right. it, Leslie? Wasn't that when we discussed <laughs> kicking Ron out and just taking over the group ourselves?
1: Yeah. Or or should I not have said that out loud? Yes. Doesn't matter. Many have tried, many have failed. So anyways, we do have a question in the chat room, and Stephen Scott from Scotland wants to know, Ghetto Cam? We need to know more. So, uh, no one knows the Ghetto Cam more than me. And uh, the interesting thing about this is that Steve passing started out with one as well, and uh, we, we, it was really funny because we we uh, we actually did a show where we talked about some of the early equipment we used, and uh, he and I used a lot of the same equipment. So he stopped using it, and I just continued. Uh, but, but a ghetto cam, what is a um, basically a, a monitor, a baby monitor, or, or whatever? It, but it was really a cool thing because. Uh, it was portable uh it was battery operated the camera in itself so uh, you could plug it in and charge the battery but you could like carry it with you which is what i did all the time and i remember going on the first my first investigation and i'd be holding the freaking devil can and an emf meter and a flashlight and a pendulum and all the other crap and it'd be my hands would be full of this stuff it's like, so I wonder I it, he goes. But, uh, anyways, uh, and I guess, who, who, came, who dumped it the ghetto cam, by the way?
3: Uh, it was Jim and I. Figures. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. No, it was your son. My son? Your son called it the ghetto cam. Oh,
1: I'll have to talk to him about that.
3: <laughs> I think it's a little late.
1: Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, uh, yes, yeah, it's There you go. So, uh, so you you did you brought uh tech to the group uh along with uh a, a friend who passed away of course Dan end who introduced us, us to uh, thermal imaging but uh yeah you definitely upgraded our equipment and and get us on the uh beating path uh to uh, can, can we
3: go back can we go back to the ghetto cam for a second
1: oh well, yeah I, go
3: <laughs> I have to give a little more descriptive of that ghetto cam Okay. Uh, your your your, um, your chat room guy was from Scotland. Is that correct? Yeah So, it's what was his name? Steven Scott, you've met him. Oh, oh, he was, yeah, he, was sure.
1: he was here a couple of years ago.
3: Sure, sure. So I got to tell you that that camera if you walked between the camera and the monitor, it bl- fuzzed out the image. You couldn't see it. it would, your body would interfere with the signal. If it was too damp outside, it would interfere with the signal. If you got more than three feet from the monitor, it would interfere with the signal. That's
1: not absolutely That thing,
3: true. That that thing true. was the it's biggest true. piece of garbage.
1: That is not absolutely <laughs> true. I remember using that in, in our investigation at the 1859 House, which is five stories, including the basement, which is behind steel doors. And I got signals all the way into the basement with that thing. And... It, uh and my son will attest to it uh unfortunately yes you are you could get interference there was no doubt about it when it got older you got more with the feathers because it, it got dropped so many times and uh <laughs> sort of, but the, the interesting part about it i mean is really the base camp at that time is is uh you would have that ghetto cam which was connected to a monitor which is basically a small tv and then that tv was connected to a VCR where you would put the VHS tapes in it, and and that was one of the things that we had, and and other things we had, of course, were the um, Radio Shack uh, temperature sensors, and uh, those we'd put. Oh, I remember, I remember those. That's yes, I still have them, by the way. I, I use. They it work my, pretty well. I guess at my house, Steve used the same ones actually when when he started his group. Uh, but unfortunately, even those are starting to go warming. me. But, anyways, uh, so that's how it started. I mean, you started with basic equipment.
3: Yeah, well, remember, you also everything had the big uh, VHS is- cameras. Oh,
2: sorry. Uh, everything that you're lift- lifting off sounds so big and bulky. I can't imagine you dragging that in and out of places to investigate.
1: Uh, I it really was miserable. Oh, if you could. It say was it. miserable. I was doing that before you were with the group. I survived. And that probably explains why you are like you are. I I have no idea. So we actually have another question for you uh, from Stephen in Scotland. Can you ask Clay, what is the most essential piece of tech for any ghost hunting beginner? Oh, this should be interesting. Hmm. Hmm.
3: My advice would be stick with the basics a nice, really cheap digital recorder uh, to catch EVPs, a good, you know, if you can, you know, if you really want to spend the money and buy, you know, a a, a night vision, you know, camera by Sony or one of them, you certainly can just a good digital camera works real well. Um, You can buy one of the, you know, little EMF meters. They're not very expensive. And I think, you know, that, you know, and and just do little experiments. Buy like the little laser pens and set them up, or little motion detectors and set them up. And I mean, you don't have to spend a ton of money on tech, you know, to to, to, to you know get results.
1: Yet yeah, you may be <laughs> what? Yet yeah, you made me spend money on tech. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, if Daddy's got the moolah, then Daddy's going to send the moolah on the fun stuff for us to play with.
1: So, so uh, you've gone on uh, quite a few investigations with the the Coast uh, Project. What, uh, Clay? What what one stands out the most? As First of all, the most, I'm going to do them in different categories. And the first one we're going to start, and I'll ask you, Leslie, too, was most enjoyable. What was the most enjoyable investigation you ever did? We'll start with Clay and then I'll ask uh, Leslie as well.
3: You mean as far as fun?
1: Yes, fun. Enjoyable. Enjoyable. I know, think fun, some of the you know, funnest you know, ones. You know, what, you know what fun is? Yeah, you, know, you do know what fun is, I uh, mean, Clay, right?
3: <laughs> is that a loaded question? I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you got to wonder with Ron when he asks these kinds of questions, how you really want to answer them. Fun. Um, I know, I'll, right? I'll be honest with you. That's a, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a, that's a tough question. Um, I, can, I can think of probably six or seven that were just off the charts fun, whether, you know, it was, was the dog pay? poop incident in Tingsboro, um, you know, the – freetown safe forest um uh you know the, the gassy issue up in moltenboro <laughs> trying to do evp sessions why,
1: why are all your fun investigations got to do with with uh, body functions well you know
3: you, you did coin the term gaseous clay now didn't you uh, um, anyways <laughs> i mean it, it and my body would always seem to emit all these different noises when we were trying to have the the most quietest still EVP sessions that
1: we could have. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask Leslie that. Leslie, what was your most fun investigation?
2: I've enjoyed every single oh, investigation that we've been on. No, that's really true. Um, I enjoyed the one in Bath, New Hampshire at that Federalist place. Um, where our friends went into the hot tub and ruined the radio. Um, I enjoyed the network. Oh, I <forgot> about that. <laughs> and, and,
1: we, and we froze our which of call off because they couldn't afford heat or something. And yeah, they and, could afford um, the hot the tub, but they I couldn't enjoyed. afford heat.
0: Yeah.
2: A lot of well, places have been like that. The, uh, the Victorian, the haunted Victorian in, uh, fun. in Massachusetts. Fun, we're talking there.
1: fun now. Fucking fun. Just, I want fun yeah. ones.
2: That was a fun one. Uh, okay. where, I'm, where was that one where there was a speakeasy in the basement? That was Bath. Where was that one? That yeah. was Bath. yeah. I, I, hear, I think that was my favorite one. Okay. But every one that I've been That's on, um, I think the reason that Clay and I get along so well is because we're kind of on the same wavelength, and um, we like to have fun. And there was never a boring investigation because we always made it fun, and I really, really... Miss you, Clay. Just putting
3: that out there. Oh, Leslie, I miss you terribly. <laughs> I can't tell you how much I miss working with you and being and hanging out with you. We had. I, t- you're absolutely right. I mean, we were just in lockstep and, and same personality, same humor. I mean, it was great. I, I, I'm trying yeah, to get yeah. you to come south to visit. Hello, hello, hello. Hint, hint, hint. <laughs> Actually, you too, Ron. That
2: would be wonderful.
3: <clears throat> we should have an NEGP South meeting. Yes, yeah, there you go.
1: Anyway, yeah, there, there so right, anyway. Anyway, anyway, moving along from this love thing, I'd like to ask you what was the most uh, what what was the most So, uh, where where you, you you got something that really said, Wow, I you know, I think this is really proof that Let uh, well I mean I'm not even saying proof, but it was most profound for you, which evidentially profound for you, Clay.
3: Hey Leslie, do you remember when yeah. you and I and we had the tour and we took them into the basement of the Victorian? And that, Wasn't that thing awesome? that nasty that nasty guy was there and you remember how everything started to get really dark looking and even I could feel where he was and, and I remember I kept asking you, is he right in front of you know, right in front of us and you're like, Oh yeah, and he's getting worse, you remember and he was getting angrier and angrier and then he moved across the, the that the center cult- room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. remember that? And then he moved into that other room, and I was kind of taunting him. Remember the... that? What's that?
2: And, and he followed us in there, and the mist kept going around our legs, and we could feel the cold coming around us and winding, intertwining between us. <laughs>
3: yeah. And we had to send yeah. the, the, the people who were visiting upstairs because we were afraid he was going to do something to them.
2: Yeah, yeah, he was he was building up, and we were afraid that our guests were going to be hurt, so we had to move them out. Yeah.
3: Right. That, that, was, that was a cool one. That was a cool one. Um, of course, so, Houghton for me.
1: <laughs> from, yeah. Oh, the Seance? The Seance? Say again. The
3: Seance? Uh, no, Houghton Mansion. Yeah,
1: the seance, the seance
3: there? Yeah, yeah. That's that's not a pleasant memory.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, as far as you, Leslie, what was the most evidential for you? As far as uh, uh, you know, what you you thought like, wow, that's really good.
2: When we went to the private residence, uh, the first one that we went on, and um, we went into that barn, and you really weren't sure about me. You, you, <laughs> you were like, I'm
1: still not about sure about you.
2: And, <laughs>
1: <I> <laughs> and
2: am. we went into the barn and, um, we put our, I put our hands into the middle of the stall because you could feel the energy of the horse there and your hand would become like electrified and you did it and you were like, Oh oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was I enjoyed that because you actually could feel what I was feeling. And, um, That whole investigation was really cool. Um, There was a gentleman who peeked around the corner in the evidence. I kept looking up the stairs, and everyone was in the kitchen, and I'm staring up the stairs. And Ron Jr. says, oh, when the psychic's staring up the stairs, I guess we better get to work. And where those those cameras were pointing, um, you got the evidence of the man peeking around the corner um, in a very high rate of speed and you had to slow it down to see him, the shadow man. Um,
1: so I oh, thought that was that cool it was more of a shadow than a man.
2: Right. Well, but it peeked around the corner and then it went back and there was nothing up there to cause the shadow. Um, it was like a validation for me because it was like my first time out with you and you didn't really you know, know me very, very well. And you didn't know if you could trust me. And so the things that happened on that investigation, um, I think gave you more, more, I don't know, faith in me. So, I think Yeah, that you, one you weren't
1: as bad as I thought you were. So, yeah, that worked out really well. <laughs> so
2: just, I uh, just, that saying, one. just saying.
1: Just <laughs> saying. Just saying.
2: Yeah. So, evidential wise, that's that's the one that stands out in my mind.
1: Okay, so that was good. I mean, so, I think I
3: think we have... I had a bunch of them wrong that we we got some cool evidence on like
2: oh yeah okay yeah I'll
3: yeah.
1: tell you Clay some of the the one, the one thing that stands out as far as evidence that you personally obtained it, and it surprised the shit out of me and uh, I, I was very very pleased was the house in Tingsboro. And you and Janet were in the barn, and you did EVPs, and you got some the great sessions. You got some great EVPs because I had no clue that you no, you or Janet, because Janet was, you know, she was just a researcher at the time, and uh, you really came through uh, solid on that one, and uh, that has always stuck with me.
3: Yeah, that was a really cool one. That's where you and Maureen were talking. Mm-hmm. And uh the EVP, the the whatever it was that left the message on the EVP was like mocking you? Is, it, yeah, is, was, is that the one you're talking about?
1: Yeah, there are quite a few. And uh in fact uh you you outshone uh uh Jim Stonier, of course, who was an EVP guy and, and for the longest time had EVP E D. And I, I believe <laughs> I believe wait a minute, I believe he just called in. Dialed in. Just to repeat that uh, statement, I guess. <laughs> hey,
3: Jimmy.
4: Hey, Clay.
3: Hey, we got the gang all here now. Yeah.
4: But how come there was no mention of the potato chip?
3: Uh, I was actually gonna get. To, I was gonna get to that one next. That was funny. That was yeah. a, that was a good one too, and a good EVP.
1: Mm-hmm. So, anyways, before we go on and and we're getting close to the break, uh, we do have a question from Scott, from uh, Paul Leslie in the chat room, and it says, uh, Leslie, as a medium, how does it feel, uh, how do you feel about the relationship between technical evidence and mediumship evidence? I
2: see the technical evidence as validation for the medium because... um, I think both are valid. Of course, I would think that, but a lot of people don't. And I think it gives validity to what the medium is saying, um, because what the medium is saying is backed up by the evidence that the tech gives you. Um, Like, remember Clay, when we were in the haunted Victorian, um, I had you move in the, the uh, EMF meter. I said, no, go over there, move over there. And then when you got into the spot where the entity was, the EMF meter would go off and we, we, Moved it around the room. Right. Like, okay, we we actually now? had a and few say, of okay, those where so you did that. Yeah. So it's, it just it just gives you know credence to what mediums do on an investigation. So that's how I feel about that. And I really,
3: I really believe that you know, even though my world is tech, I really believe that you know you want to use all the tools at your disposal, right? So. You know, whether it be cameras or recorders or and how many times, Leslie, have you seen me with a crystal or dowsing rods? Right. I mean, I think, mm-hmm. they're, you know, we shouldn't discount one over the other. I think they, they work in tandem. Like you said, I think they're complementary and, and I think it's another way to validate.
1: You know, I have to give myself credit for that because when I first started the Ghost Project, it was looked down upon to huge mediums and groups and uh, uh, any other things other than uh, just cameras and stuff like that. So, but the way I looked at it was just another tool in the toolbox and uh, had really nothing to lose as long as, you know, you didn't uh, allow the medium to create the evidence as far as, uh, you know... uh, in other words don't necessarily allow them to uh, direct the activity in the investigation as long as you, you follow the events in the plan that you start with that they are a good tool. Well I think so, one of the things that
3: I always liked about your style, Ron, was you really wouldn't tell any of us any of the background.
0: Right, only you was, would know
3: the background or the story of what we would you know why we were there, right? I and, tried to do it as and, much as possible, right. Right. And, and it was great because we didn't come in with any pre-conceived notions of, oh, you know, this room, you know, this, this, this room, such and such a happened. So then your mind automatically kind of goes there, right? Right. And, it, it, yeah. and uh, I, I like that objectivity. I mean, you were telling me, hey, I think you should put cameras in here, cameras in there, voice in here, audio in there, temperature in there. But you wouldn't
1: yeah. always tell us why. And we have to take a break in here, so you'll have to hold on. <laughs> you will listen to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron Kolick, Leslie Marden, Jim Stonier, and our special, special guest, Clay Rucker. We'll be right back I have to follow The following messages right here on Tugent and PerX Radio.
0: Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place an oasis in this hectic world.
1: That is the theme from Van Helsing And you're listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation right here on Tojanette And Pararex Radio, I am Ron Klick And with me, Leslie Martin, Jim Stonier And a special, special quest guest guess. The man from down south Clay Rucker So Jim, you still with us? Wow Jim? Yeah, I'm yeah. still with you Yeah so, Stoney, we, since you called in, we, we wanted to uh, ask you, what was your 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 uh, most fun investigation with uh, Clay? <laughs> Use discretion,
3: Jim. The Use discretion.
4: Well, the, the one we did in Wellington was fun with the Japanese film crew.
1: That was fun. <laughs> uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> What, what, driving there? Is that what you're trying to talk? I know driving um, <laughs> and just watching them get scared. It was it was a lot of fun. Oh, okay. That's cool. That was a, unusual. Answer. I never anticipated that. But, uh, but the, yeah, uh, come on. Uh, Go ahead. Roll, Go roll on the, the best were where are our pack
3: accelerators like Ghostbusters? The what? Okay. When they asked if we had ghost accelerators act like the ghost buttons. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: we, we actually have a question another question from Ghost Girl in a chat room and she wants to know <laughs> I know the answer to this one. I can do you guys, too. Uh, <laughs> do you guys always get along? <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, I was uh, uh, upset Clay somewhere in the investigation, like I'll adjust the camera on him and he's not looking or things like that. Remember clay you uh you doing the interview in uh, what? Wilmington? What? the camera was crooked. It was like a scene from Batman, so I straightened it out and yelled, all upset.
3: <laughs> oh there, you, you have to be more specific in that. There were many times that I got upset. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How
3: about when Ron and I would square off?
1: Oh, many a time. Oh, yeah, yeah,
3: many, many a times.
1: Well, you know, he was tough to
3: deal with in the beginning. Oh, oh, yeah. oh I'm definitely. Oh my gosh, he's mellowed over time. I mean, he what? was. Yeah. Oof. Hey, oh, uh, he's mellowed. Hey, I'm not mellowed. Not
1: mellowed. You, were a,
3: you were a Riddlin' candidate in the beginning.
2: Oh. At <laughs> <laughs> two, I... two, Leslie. At <laughs> two, Leslie. I. I have always gotten along with everybody. <laughs> so I can't, yes, I can't have. have a part of this conversation. But I got to tell you, it's interesting listening to you guys.
3: <laughs> uh, Leslie, before I, you have, came on board, have, 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 ooh, Ron was a tough guy to work with. Oh,
4: he was a pain. You stay here. No, you don't have to come and work around the house. Stay. <laughs>
2: well,
1: that's not
4: I'm evidence. Not, that's I'm glad not I don't evidence. Know
2: this lawn. Just
1: that was for your own protection. <laughs> you're right, are right.
4: Yeah, Wesley. right. Another fun little thing. Remember the message we got on one of the ones with the dead seagull head on the steps? At Wood Island, the second time we were there?
1: Hello? Frickens. I guess those. <laughs>
2: Who are you talking to? Leslie. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, I, it's hard to hear. Um, the second time, Wood Island. Is that the one with the big, long plank, the... It's yeah, yeah. a big, yeah, big yes, long yes, yes. boardwalk. Yes. Yeah, the boardwalk, yeah. Uh, was that the time that we were using the psychic circle and Scud came through? Is that the same island? Oh, that
1: was yep, the same that's island. it. Yes, yeah.
2: Okay. So um, I don't remember the dead seagull head. I wasn't there for that. Wait, because hey, you guys were, you there were there. What were just the other night? That. All right, okay.
4: Yeah, well, that was when we got up in the morning. there was somebody had deposited a seagull skull. On the
1: uh, front steps as we left I um, uh, Could have been an animal, but anyways, Leslie. what about clean up one deer? Yes. <laughs> they, are, they, they are dangerous. Here. <laughs> oh, I got the back
3: here. <laughs> oh. and one shoe, a one sock, shoes. Two shoes. Two, 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 shoes. Shoes. Uh, two shoes. Two shoes. That was just two shoes. shoes. Yes.
4: Clay, yes, well, we should the explain the background of that. Uh, we were at Wood Island the first time we were on the attic doing an EVP session, and we were there with one of the uh, lighthouse keepers who, who had been there. And we are all sitting in the attic just listening and doing EVPs, and then uh, the lighthouse keeper starts to laugh because Clay had two different sneakers on. So his nickname that weekend became Two Shoes. So it's
1: gashes Clay, Two Shoes. <laughs> yeah, Something and there was also a stocking. But in uh, all fairness, Leslie, uh, you, know, you know, Leslie is 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 very mellow. She's very easy to get along with, and that used to drive the crap out of me because she's so easy to get along with. So we went to a to Oneida, New York, in an investigation, and it took me a hell of a lot, but I finally got her to, to tell her me to f off. So that was uh, that was yeah. Hard. Yeah, it, it was a I lot did. of work, but I did it. I, I finally realized she does have a backbone.
2: Yeah, the I did swear at you, and I apologize for that. But I had to let you know that I was not okay. <laughs> so, wow,
1: yeah, this, this sounds like much. a chapter from a you. book here. Look what happened? Oh, nothing. Just it took me a while. I don't even remember what it's about. But that's all I know is that yeah, that was it. yeah, I moved one. <laughs> In a third investigation, had spent, I had told you We, to had,
2: we had spent um, an investigation um, at the, oh, what is it even called? Collinwood. The Farnham Collin, Farnham, Collinwood. And all, the, all the fun. And, yep. and um, Ron was getting niggly with me. He was <laughs> upset with me <coughs> during right. the investigation. And then the next day, um, he came out and he, he was still kind of niggly and he was. Kind of trying to let me know that he was still a little upset with me. He called me a crappy medium. <laughs> I gone all the way out there to help him out. I told him, "F you."
3: <laughs> but Wait, he called you me. a crabby medium.
1: Crappy,
2: crappy, crappy with a P. Right, crappy oh, medium.
1: Crappy. And what did
2: I say yeah.
1: after you called? After you told me, yeah, "F
2: What did I? I don't remember.
1: Do you don't remember? <laughs>
2: Things, Good girl. I let, I let things show. I,
1: I actually I actually complimented you.
2: Did you? Yes, I did, folks.
1: Well, thank for, you. For, this, for, this, this is f- after f- before you called her a crappy medium. After she, after she told me to F you, because I, I, I really complimented her, because she, she never, never stood up to me. She never uh, would do anything, so uh, I just had enough... Wanted to get her to stand up for herself and and fight for us, and that's it. Took me a while, but finally got to her. It was come on, oh, true story,
3: true story. Well, come on, you just are now scared of her. That's why you complimented her. (laughs) What?
2: (laughs) What? Oh crap, she fights back. Good for you. She just 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 had a a higher (laughs) tolerance level than the rest of us.
1: Yeah. Anyway, moving right along.
2: <laughs> and there was there was no air conditioning in the building, so he was a little happy. Oh,
1: um, I, I was um, speak, Speaking of fun investigations
4: with temperature, remember the uh, the mill in Webster? Oh.
2: Oh.
4: I am still the...
2: out from that. <laughs> well,
4: it was what ten degrees at night, it? and there was no heat in the mill. Oh, the mill. You've been
2: on quite a few. Very, very cold investigations. There was that one, the one in back where we had to go to bed in all of our clothes. Victorian, the, the Victorian, Victorian, and the Honta Victorian, where and we the Cambridge to no to And the Cambridge
1: Jail. I did four of them in a row that the temperature never rose above freezing. Oh, inside. the Cambridge Jail, that was good too. Inside. Yeah. It was cool. Anyways, moving along. Uh, Steven says you have big dogs, Ron, so beware of Leslie. Uh, whatever. Oh, she doesn't Just big dogs. Yeah, that's what he's saying. <laughs> anyway. yeah, have so, two big dogs. Yeah. So what was, I mean, what was the one that we were really proud of?
3: Who are you asking?
1: Anyone. Mm-hmm. Anyone will speak up
3: three is, is how about <laughs> when we pull, When we pulled off the Halloween event at I was the that I was spray.: Oh God, yes. Right, Jim, that was fun. Oh, that was anything but fun.: I you yeah. loved it. To it. It was a dog closet. That, oh, you have that was was funny because that, that, that was the infamous dump. Thing. That's why you like it.
1: Oh, wait a minute, Jim. Yeah, and then, it then I the go. The the wine? Wine? It, was the it was the wine cellar, Jim. Yeah, I know.
2: Molly, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 Anyway, uh, in the bed, too. For, for all our listeners, I want you to know that the new book coming out, uh, "More Ghost Chronicles," features two whole chapters on that lovely investigation and. Uh, <laughs> from, uh, and it contains all unmentioned uh, things on the, uh, uh, so yeah, you just have to get that just for that chapters alone.
2: Uh, anyway. The book is worth the price. Just That's, for those two, frat, those two chapters.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Anyway.
3: Oh my gosh, that, those were fine. And the hot wieners in the car ride home. Oh, jam.
4: Anyway. Yeah, I shouldn't have fed those to you because it was gas.
1: Wasn't just me. <laughs> I think we killed Ron Junior with those too. <laughs> yes, you did. You'll never be the same. <laughs> All right, we have Give another question. Dave. Another question for you guys in the chat room. This is for Jim and Clay. Has there ever been an investigation where tech made things less clear? Ooh, Ooh that's a good question. Less clear. Less clear. Huh? Yeah, I don't know what that means, but. Well less, I think clearer than the medium you, <laughs> I don't know
3: do they mean yeah, if they mean in in like what the medium was experiencing and then what tech was saying was kind of in in opposite Concept. or not yeah. not yeah. I
1: tell you there have been, I, there have been investigations, and I've worked with Maureen for many, many years, and where I could not find any uh evidence technical evidence to to back her up one. Technical errors. You're not saying I'm not saying historical, which is a different thing. I'm talking about technical events. Other words, uh, you know, pictures, cameras, sound, anything like that at all, uh, EMF or whatever to, to back her up at times. But yeah, that does happen. I, I, have you? Can you remember any uh, well, you guys?
3: I mean, th- there's been several. I mean, it, 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 it you know probably more frequent than we would like. But I mean, there's been times where. The tech has picked up something, but, you know, Leslie or Maureen would be like, I don't know what that is. There's nothing here. Right. You know, and and then, you know, vice versa. Conversely, we've had it where, you know, Leslie or Maureen would say, oh, my gosh, he's standing right there. And, you know, he's kind of a shadow thing. And the camera's just like, you know, it doesn't seem to pick up for whatever reason, you know, the frequency or what have you. So, I mean, that happens, I would say, almost. I would say very high percentage of investigations where, you know, tech and, and, and the, the physical, um, the physical, uh, sciences don't match up. Um, but they're, and when they do, I think that makes it just that much more special. Right.
1: Right. Now I I remember an investigation with, with, uh, I'm trying to think if you guys were there or not. This was that. did you guys do the uh, engine house in Gettysburg? Yes, yeah. You did yeah. do that. Yeah. And and one of the, yeah. the most profound things that, that I witnessed, uh, and I still can't explain to this day, is is that uh, Maureen and some of you guys were in, in the back where the engines were, and I was in the front, uh, I forget who else was with me, and I was interviewing the manager of the place, and this was during the interview, so we had cameras rolling, I'm talking to them, blah, 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 and all of a sudden, we heard this huge bang, I mean, it was deafening, and everybody stopped, you could see it, and, and went running over to, to what happened, and we all heard it, everyone in the entire building heard it, and when I went back and listened to the, the video, The bang was not on the video. You saw our reactions. You saw everything. But this was a huge bang, and yet it was never picked up on the camera or the recorders.
4: Oh, I do remember that.
1: And we never found a source for it. Nothing had fallen or anything. No. But yet it was so clear that everybody heard it. And like I said, I I was at the viewing at the time, so we had cameras rolling and everything. But... There was absolutely no proof that that bang even happened, other than our reaction to it. Uh, so to me, that was uh, it was an intriguing thing. Uh, I still can't explain it, uh, but if you want to talk about paranormal, to me, that's the definition of paranormal, something that yeah. you definitely, yeah. Well, one yeah, of the
4: best things Tech did for us, remember the uh, at the Victorian, we, were, we got that yes whispered from the hallway?
1: Oh, that was excellent. That was, that was and, excellent. And, you know, the tech... Oh, is that the one that... Pick it up, but the best
4: part was, was right all on. of our reactions to it, so that, you know, it wasn't an EVP, it was something we actually
1: heard, and we reacted to it. Yeah, but the good that thing was to in the bedroom, right? Yeah. Yeah. Remember, remember I had the awesome. little shot of uh, whiskey, Jack Daniels, on the, on the little glow uh, on dark planchette? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we're in there, and, uh, yeah. Uh, it... It... it yeah, that was a, that was a good piece. Now the the interesting thing that's that one we all heard and we were able to verify it because it was recorded. Whereas you know that you know it wasn't an EVP, it was an actual audio sound. But the other thing, I guess you could call that bang an EVP. Well, you could call it bang an EVP because we heard it and it EVP. No, right well, what, what,
4: no, not an EVP, just a regular uh, audio.
1: I don't know what yeah. you would call it. EVP, yeah, but... we wouldn't have
4: heard it until we played back a recording.
1: Right, right. So, but it was almost like a reverse EVP that you heard it, but you couldn't hear it on the recorder. Right. Yeah, so that was pretty pretty bizarre. Whatever that was. Uh, yeah, Leslie. What about you? Is there there something that did you run into that you still scratches your head now and say I, I can't figure that out?
2: A lot of things do that. <laughs> well, other a lot me, of things. <laughs>
3: Actually, Ron, you—I kind of scratched my head when I think of you. I can't figure you out. Yeah,
1: I know. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Moving along. So, Leslie, what about it?
2: Well, I think that I have more faith in what spirit can do than um, you know, like most people. So mm-hmm. when things happen, like when we were in that lighthouse, and um, the, the person who was we communicating with wanted to use the Ouija board. Oh yeah. Remember that and. So go ahead and talk about that, because you're better at remembering details than I have. So what was it that flew over to the... Uh, the we were doing uh, glass swirling. We and then it, yeah, glass we
1: were doing swirling. glass swirling, yes. And
2: and so uh, we asked if we wanted to um, communicate on a Ouija board, and it said yes. And um, Actually, you said, that. Have you said one. that. I
1: think he wants to communicate on a Ouija board, and I said we don't have one. And he, then the glass... Okay.
2: it flew right over to the closet. So we opened up the closet and there was a Ouija board in there. So things like that, that would make people think, well, how did that happen? I, I, I just have the faith and spirit that it, it's just how mm-hmm. it is, you know? So
1: right.
2: does that make sense? Am I making sense at all? Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah, you are. Yeah, uh, right. right. Meanwhile, I, I wanna... hey, Ron. Yes.
3: Sorry, I'm sorry. I, I, I just thought of one. That was pretty cool, but finish out with, I'm sorry. No, go oh, good. Oh, good. no, go how ahead,
2: Okay, okay. No, go ahead.
3: How about the lighthouse in Rhode Island when we were all around the table and the table was literally levitating off the, that the is, ground, that big old table?
1: That is one of the most profound ones, that, another piece of profound evidence, and, and I mean really profound because, uh, yeah, I cannot to this day explain how we were able to do that. And Leslie and I have been doing tip for over three years now, every first Tuesday of the month, and we've never gotten any results with that. With lighter tables and and more experienced people and everything else, that was that simply amazing. What what you talk about, yeah, Clay? Clay?
3: what say again?
1: Yeah, say that again. Tell tell set it up. T- talk about it.
3: Oh, so we so we were at um, the the lighthouse in uh, it was in, in Narragansett. Yeah, what?
1: Rose
3: Island. Rose Island, right. Rose Island Lighthouse. And uh, we, there was a big uh, brand new oak uh, table in the kitchen of the apartment um, in the lighthouse keeper's house. And we decided, oh, let's, let's all gather around it and see if we could do some table tipping. And uh,
1: yeah, you, you had never done table tipping prior to that, have you? What's that? You had, you, you had never done it before. Jim had never done it before either.
3: No. No, I hadn't. Yeah. And, it, and it blew my mind. Um, because, you know, I, I looked under the table. So the table started very at first very slowly, you know, rocking a little bit, um, back and forth, back and forth, and everybody was doing and eyeing. And then it started going just straight up and then dropping and then straight up and then dropping. And then, and Ron, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, it started rising straight up three, four inches and then slamming back onto the ground and then raising up again and doing it. And, and when I tell you, this was a brand new solid screwed together oak table. I mean, it wasn't creaking or anything. It was There's literally double, raising double, up and slamming down.
1: Yeah, double pedestal, uh, about four inches thick on the on the uh, thing. We we have it on film, so that that's the good thing about it. And uh, at the very end, uh, it, it didn't. It, 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 it in all fairness, it, it it was uh, it was moving up and down uh, like one of those low riding cars. But uh, at the very at the very end. Uh, we kept on saying do it one more time and, and I brought it up real high and then dropped it and then it was just dead it, it just stopped just like that and that was absolutely so cool I, I, uh, that is another great great one that I uh, I keep looking at and, 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 and all our hands are on top uh, of the table about you. what's that and all our hands are on top of the table yeah all our hands are on top of the table uh, and, and
3: remember, you know, that, I I videotaped underneath the table, yeah. where you had probably six inches between the tops of everybody's knees and the bottom of that table.
1: That's absolutely
3: right. So there there was no way you could get your leg high enough, you know, and still so keep the posture that yeah. you saw.
1: We we went back uh, about two years later. Uh, Jeremy Dunchemont and uh, Dave, who uh, ran the place at the time, and we stayed overnight there and. We went up there and we said, "Oh, let was sort of, well, we're trying to get, it, and we couldn't get it to move at all." And then we got to the point, let's say, "Okay, let's just see if we can, you know, make it move, actually physically do it." And we couldn't. We couldn't even just physically make it move. In other words, trying to lift it up and, and drop it in, in any relationship to what it was doing. So, uh, yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. I'm glad you mentioned that one. That was a, a very good one. is uh, there's
4: one I remember that was impressed me. Remember, we were in Concord uh, doing an yeah. event there, and the book flew off the shelf and went toward you. Oh
1: shit! Oh, did I say that? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that yeah. one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was uh, that's another. Yeah, it's another good. Unfortunately, I didn't see that because <laughs> my back. I to aside and I thought it. it was amazing. And
4: we, you know, we tried to make it fall off the shelf, but we couldn't. We, you know, jumping up and down and everything. And long we just standing in front of this bookcase. And there's one random book in the top shelf that flew off at Toad's
1: I don't know if it hit you or not, did it? No, it flew off right by me into the audience. And there was about 25 people there that were watching this thing. Yeah. And uh, the intriguing part of it was, the, the woman that was on to, uh, to introduce me and everything, she was talking about some of the hauntings. And, what, and so one of the things they would do is they would find the books on the floor in, in the morning after they had locked up and uh, she had just got through saying that and I started talking and everything else and one of the books it didn't just like drop off the shelf it flew off the shelf because it went by me into the, the audience it didn't reach the audience but it went by far enough past me and dropped it a little. it was yeah that was a good one I forgot about that one it's, it's, it's and one thing about
4: that book that would, would tend to make books not yeah. want to fly off into the shelves are actually tilted back a little bit
1: right absolutely so there's been so many uh, great experiences that that we've had, and uh, uh, you, you, we just keep going on. Them. And, and I, you know, I, I uh, Dan uh, Passens, who was with us uh, and introduced us to uh, Thermal Imaging, he, he even he had. Showed me so, so many different things uh, with thermal imager, and what it caught and stuff. And, and one of the ones I, I remember clearly was at the 1859 house when he had the uh, thermal imager. And uh, I was uh, feeling something on my leg. And I, and I said, I, 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 it's, it's weird. It's almost like, and he says, a cat. He says, I said, yeah, like a cat rubs against your leg, you know, when they want something, like when they don't want something. But anyways, uh, and and he could see it on the thermal imager, So that was that was really cool, too. But, uh, yeah, all good stuff. Well, what do we got? There it is. Pizza from the dead. We got to wrap it up. So, anyways, Clay, I just want to let you know, by the way, you, you are prominent in our new book. Uh, you, uh, you're in a few, quite a few chapters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Oh, thank you.
3: Yeah. Uh, now I'm going to have to
1: buy it. Yeah, that's the whole yeah. purpose of it. That's so, <laughs> awesome. the whole purpose of it. We just, we just mentioned people's name and we, we don't say anything about them, just so people buy the book. <laughs> Brilliant marketing strategy. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> So anyways, well Clay, thanks a lot for uh coming on the show. It was good to hear your voice again and uh it was fun reminiscing about some of our investigations.
3: Yeah, and we all have to get together again and and uh you know, whether we I come up north and we do something fun, do some investigations or something, or you all come in I'm here and and uh storm the south, you know. Either way, we'll we'll get all back together and I love you guys.
1: Yeah, we miss
4: yeah, you. Yeah, we too. love you too. Yeah. You gotta yeah, come I up with spirit quest too.
3: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I might, I right. might actually try this year.
1: That would be cool. So, anyways, we uh, check out Leslie's website, which is lesliemarden dot com. Leslie M A R D E N dot com, and she also has her fabulous rapey infused candles, and where you can also purchase Van Helsing's special blend, and that is where Leslie? Uh, Leslie
2: dot com. And the shop's name is positively brilliant. One word, positively brilliant, and we bring you to Van Helsing Spray. Of course, positively
1: brilliant. So there you go. So thanks a lot, guy. Jim it was good. To, glad you dropped in too, because it was kind of like old times. So yeah. any, So uh, like the till, olden days. Till next time, we want to thank everybody who's tuning in, and good night and God bless.